Another episode of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Ross. And we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, if you're watching right now on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Yes. And we also would like to say hello to all of our friends out there in Facebook Woo! land. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are doing um, some watch shows, right? Watch parties watch right parties. now. So thank you guys, and please share this video because we have an amazing guest. He is calling in from um, Florida. He is an author, and um, you know tomorrow is October, so it will be Domestic Violence Awareness Month and also Bully Bullying Awareness Month. And so he is a person who is tackling bullying. He is he has written seven books um, in a series of bullying to be able to help children deal with this epidemic that's going on mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. school that's going in the workplace everywhere. everywhere you know so we're excited to hear from him so guys i'm telling you this weekend was amazing right yes yes we had an amazing weekend um my daughter still talking about it she's still talking she's about still it talking about yeah it. so i'm gonna let ross tell you about she that still, so um on saturday let me just say this october is also breast cancer awareness also yes, i don't want is. to uh, forget that also but so um saturday my daughter and i attended our first mother and daughter tea okay that was held by the family justice center right no the, oh, um, was it held by? the um department of um social services oh the department, of department of social services so many so many big people were in right there. so it's like <laughs> it's held by the whole pg county if yes. you ask me yeah because mostly um, all the agencies were there so it was our first time going to one because you guys know i have three sons it's my first daughter so thank you mcyon for getting us in on that um thank event you. we had no idea what to wear so it was so funny we were doing all these things with my daughter walked in and she was like so amazed because we were a little fancy without what's some things called fascinators. fascinators i learned that you got our fascinators on and we were our like, gloves i had my long gloves so we just had a beautiful time and one of the um uh, my daughter and i was interviewed mm -hmm. by the informer so mm -hmm. that was an amazing experience uh for my daughter and i as well and then also we got to do paint and my daughter loves art and she walked in and said oh <gasps> This is the best day ever. <laughs> and everybody like turned around and started laughing. So we got to like paint butterflies. We did some um some workshops. She got to try, oh, I don't drink tea, so but she got to taste all different kind of tea. So she yes. was still talking about it. So shout out, the thing about it, it was a free event. Yes, it was. So when people are like, it's nothing to do with this and this and this. This was a free event held at the Camelot, okay? Yes, yes, a yes. A nice place. Like not just somebody's basement or not saying your basement's not nice i'm just saying this is at the camelot it was nice it was upscale we had fascinators and tea and crumpets and some of these fancy fruits and desserts i didn't know what they were but we had an amazing time absolutely and the event was put on because you know the family justice center it was i mean the family you got me saying the family you. justice center PG County. the prince george's <laughs> county department of social services um the division for domestic violence and sex trafficking is the agency that put this um event on and so it was put on to be able to help teens to build relationships with their parents and adults yes where they can sit and 
talk about teen dating violence. Yeah. So that was the whole mission of this whole mother-daughter tea, to get them comfortable with having those hard conversations. And it was great. It was a, And I know everyone looks at me like, oh, your daughter is seven. You know, why do you start a you know, having these conversations with her so early? Why not? Why, Why are we not? not having these conversations? Because if I don't have the conversations with her, the world will have with them. When we talk about self-esteem, domestic violence, all these kind of things, I want her to be well-rounded. McYon was one of the speakers. She did amazing. I'm so, because we were getting um, interviewed by the informer, it was during the time that she was speaking. So I didn't get to catch everything. I have heard her speak before, but I wanted my daughter to hear her, her speak because I actually prep my daughter for what, what what she was about to learn because you guys know she's her number one fan. Yes, so she is. I have prepped her. <laughs> I have prepped her to know what she, not everything because I wanted her to actually hear because our kids are maturing at a very young age. Absolutely. If you think a seven-year-old don't understand, they just haven't been taught it. Right. But they definitely know what's going on. So that was an amazing, amazing event. She's still talking about it. We look so cute. So that was a... um. Uh, amazing event and then we had the um second annual uh bullying ends with me rally yesterday that was uh put on by imani j and james yes with three for me movement and that was amazing that was also. an amazing event the second year in a row it was awesome Costa the children was there. again another message that um the children need to be engaged mm -hmm. in and talk so there was a lot of activities there there was a clown there and you know it was awesome because not only was he a clown doing tricks but his whole presentation mm -hmm. was around bullying yeah. he did great he, um, with yeah, absolutely so you know and that's how you have to do you be you have to be able to teach children in a way in, in a way that they can understand Meet them where they at so absolutely. they can understand and he did a he did amazing a job, with job. It. we had some um we had face paint and we had some law enforcement officers that came the canine um the unit of he, prince george's county yeah they came that the canine was doing tricks and stuff like that. Like they came out and they really supported the call. So we, I mean, it was just amazing. This was, a, and then the youth put this on, you mm -hmm. know, um, James and Imani's two youth who are uh, doing great things. Uh, I mean, it, it was just an amazing event yesterday and it just keep getting bigger and better. Of course, uh, NBA Speaks, um, Lakeisha Brown Foundation, Daughters with a Purpose, um, Man to Man, Mental, um, Mrs. Busy B, uh, a couple of other sponsors that we had out there in uh, Giant, Giant um, did some sponsoring. Mm -hmm. And it was um, so many other um, youth entrepreneurs oh, yes. that was there. Um, Fat Daddy's Lemonade yes, was there lemonade. second year in a row. Also, um, Miguel had came out. You know, he's a young author who wrote um, books about three firemen books. and police officers. And he you had know. three books out Yeah, there. and um, who else? Um, oh, my goodness. I can't for, I can't remember the little girl's name. Well, we had Promise Sisters that was out there also. Yes. And there was the other little girl who made, made all that handmade stuff. Yes. What oh, my goodness. Ooh. Oh. We're going to figure it out. I know we're yes. going to have a break at some time, but just want to shout her out because she handmade all this stuff. And she had, like, this big box that um, she teach about the African culture. Mm -hmm. And she had this big box that she can purchase and it teach you all about Kwanzaa and had all this kind of stuff. And she was 15. Look no more than 10, yes, 12. Yes. But she was 15, so. 15. Them yeah. children out there that yesterday was just amazing. And um, guys, I'm telling you, when, when events like this is put on in the community, you do your 
children a disservice when you don't bring Amen. them out to these things like that. One for one, they'll be able to get a message that they're being affected by every day. Yes. And um, you never know what they're dealing with. And they can come out and get tools to be able to help them and to know that there is resources out here for them to help them in right. any of those situations. And also, just to encourage Curse them yep. to see other young children out there writing books, having a business, yep. and doing all these other things, and let them know they don't have to wait till they become adults to follow their dreams. And that's true, because one of the people that came, one of Imani's, um, one of her cheerleading sisters who cheered with her, her mother actually was like, I'm so glad I came. This is so inspiring to see all these youth. And she said, my daughter has been saying she want to do it. She started naming the stuff that her daughter want to do. And I'm like, she can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, her daughter and Imani, the same age. And then she saw, you know, Imani seven. We got, you know, fed that everybody just young, you know, young youth entrepreneurs making a difference, changing words, signing pledges, creating pledges, creating comic books like Absolutely. some kids haven't seen a comic book or even know what it is and then they're interested and they're reading comic books and things like that so it was a great event this event was free it was free. it was a free community event we put all kind of signs we've been blasting it for a long time um we will have another one you know god willing we will continue to do this annually and it will continue to get bigger and better and it will continue to inspire it will continue to motivate um our community because that's what we need to do we need to protect our future and that's our children that's what they absolutely want. and this is also is going to segue into our conversation as um there was a story here in the dmv where a young sixth grader at a um, private school has stated last week that she was being bullied in school and that she's an african-american young girl and she was saying that her bullies were three Caucasian young boys and that they held her down, put their hands over her mouth and cut her hair, her, her dreads, her locks. And um, everybody was in an uproar. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were like, oh, my God, what happened? Where were the teachers? Why nobody didn't see this? What's going on? What's going to happen to those little boys? What's the repercussions? Who's going to help the little girl heal from all this? I mean, like, our, our brains was just all over the place. Right. And then today, we find out that it was a hoax. Yeah. It was a hoax. I heard but one it. thing that I understand with, with us being in this business is that we are trained mm -hmm. that we must believe the victim mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. And then that would be an investigation. Once there's an investigation and it comes out not true, then hey, okay. Mm -hmm. But we can't get caught up in saying that, oh, see, that's how it is. They ain't going to tell the truth because what then happens, we will miss it when there's a real victim mm -hmm. that's being harmed. So we have to be careful of how we view things and what goes on. Yeah, I mean, I, so I didn't get to hear the story yet, and you guys feel me in. So when coming in, I heard it say that it was a hoax, and I was just like, my God, because someone who actually is in the school system also, mm -hmm. and see things, we talked about this a couple of months ago on the show when people always like, well, how's this going on? How's this going on? So it's a process. You know, when you do bullying, first of all, we we, we need to teach our children what bullying is. Yes, let's define let's bullying. Let's define what bullying is because everything now is like soon something happened. She bullying me. He bullying me. I was bullied. Like, it, like you need to sit down and have a conversation so that your children, you can define what that is, you know. Or when they say I'm being bullied, ask them what does that look like? You mm -hmm. know, what does that look like to them, you know? 
That's number one. Number two, like when things happen in the school or when bullying happens and people filling out the forms, whatever color forms you had, pink, blue, purple, whatever the forms that you may have to fill out. People's like, how did the school miss it? Well, let me tell you how it get missed. Bullying is used just, just all the time now, right? Not saying your child isn't or is bullying. I'm just saying it's used a lot. So all these forms get filled out, right? Then as they get to investigating, this one is not true, this one is not true. Sometimes, and I'm not saying it's right, sometimes something get missed. Yeah. Because it's so many. So many. When you have a stack of papers like this on your desk, you only have so many hours of the day. So this is your stack of papers today. Tomorrow, let's add on to that stack of the papers. Mm -hmm. So sometimes some things get missed, and I'm not saying that it's right or I'm not saying it's wrong. It's human nature, mm -hmm. right? So then when things happen, it's like, this one got missed and it really happened and now we're all in the uproar like we we didn't realize what the process was we didn't talk about the process or how these things happen or how we can prevent it from happening again because things happen every day yes that we need to learn from to prevent from happening again you know we have youth that's out here that's talking about things that have happened to them and how they will you know want to fix those things so we have to be very mindful um and careful about the things that's going on when your child says i'm being bullied Get that information. See what bullying is look, look yes. like to them. Yes. Like, I'm being bullied. How are you being bullied? Mm -hmm. He said my hair was ugly. Mm -hmm. it's, so he said mm -hmm. your hair was ugly today. Is that what bullying is? Right. Like, is that is that what you're teaching your child, that that's the definition of bullying? Right. Because they Cause just my hair may not like your hair. They just may not like your hair. My hair ugly today. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, I'm not going to feel like you bullied me because you, you said, said my, my head, head look yeah ugly. so we now, have to are determine you, what are that you is pulling my head right are you tapping on my head are you making a mockery me a mockery out of me every single day are you telling everybody in the class how ugly my hair is like are you taunting me because if you just say my hair look ugly today i'm like i'd be like you know you absolutely right because mm -hmm. it may it might look cute mm -hmm. to me but not ugly so we need to really define it and have a conversation with our children Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. We need to do this because it is so many people talking about bullying. We got to really understand what bullying is. And that's why it's so important that even with the, um, the school systems, like you guys have to be able to, if you guys don't have time to like have someone there to be able to talk to the children, then you have to look for other resources, right. partner with other right. um, organizations outside of the school to bring them in and get back to having assemblies. I mean, right. are they still doing assemblies they in do, school? They do do assemblies. They do do assemblies, actually. Um, they have all different kind of assemblies. They have, uh, I know, just know for the schools that I'm at, every month mm -hmm. they have something different. Uh, the schools are actually doing bullying rally, no bullying rallies, and also, uh, you know, um, things like that at the school so things are happening my question to you how involved are you right and don't get it twisted you know i know we have to work i have four children so i do understand work but when your child is coming to you with something what are you doing with that information are we just going straight and going to the blame game are we actually investigating are we going to sit and have conversations i do think some of the things have been taken out of school that we need to bring back for instance i was a peer mediator when i was in school mm. when you had the two come together 
and talk. You mediate a student mediated, but it had teachers in there, and that kind of things really help. Like I remember those things helping out. Sometimes you just need a breather. It do help when you have when 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 you have your uh, your peers, peers among exactly. you to be able to talk about the situation, what's going on. And I'm just looking at um, Facebook, and Sherry said that um, she's still very concerned with the whole situation with the little girl. I am too. And, and I think everybody is, you, because now we got to wonder what's going on. Like, therefore, now something is going on in her household. Because why is she telling lies? Right. You know what I'm saying? It, something it, is, something is happening somewhere. And then you were on national TV, and you said yeah, it. something so is it's happening like, somewhere. it's like, this not over. And, and they all need help at some kind of level. The accused who didn't do it mm -hmm. so she say now mm -hmm. the person who blamed these people like it's a lot and um elder hogan asked a question he said should they go through the school or deal directly with the kids that, that are bullying here's the thing the schools are so different and protected now so i'll just use my daughter when my daughter came home and had some incidents done done to her the school could not tell me those parents name i mean the child's name because they you know, they're the, protected they're protected mm -hmm. so of course my daughter will say it was such and such, but I can't go to the school and have a meeting with such and such mom or such and such dad and us because it's not like that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to answer your question, with one of the incidents of my children, m with my daughter, I did go to the mom. Remember the little boy's mom? I did go to him. And I don't know if that was better or worse because her excuse, remember her excuse mm -hmm. was, oh, I think she, he thinks your daughter is pretty. That's why he puts his hands on her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, should we should be back into a community when I can knock on your door and be like, hey, can I talk to you about your son and my daughter? They had a fight or, you know, things like that. But the world is so different now. The world you, is very different. You and you have to be careful even with doing that. Yep. Because I know my sister um, just had an incident with her son and someone at the school. Um, something happened between my nephew and another little boy. And um, they ride the same bus together. And the little boy went home and told his father. And his father went banging on my sister's See? door. And, he, and it was crazy because he was a police officer. Which, the, which one? The child's father. He was a police officer. And he was banging on my sister and them door. And my sister and went home. Her older children uh, was home. And they was like, some man is just banging out door, talking about open up the door. And so um, my sister and them, they was on their way, which my brother-in-law is a police. I know. And um, they rushing in. They called the police. So all these police there and the police looking at the man like, okay, you a police officer, but why are you here knocking on these people's door? This could have totally went another way. You, that's what I'm so saying. So, and, and then come to find out the whole bullying situation and what the incident happened, his son had lied. See. So, we got to be careful as parents that when we hear something that happened to our children, I know you'll be upset, but you got to make sure you get all the details first. That's why I got my root light woman. You have to I get, to get all get the my, details I have to first. get my calm down moment mood. Like, I need to, depending on the severity or whatever it is, I have to really, like, calm down and take my emotions out of because I'm a mom. So my kids, my daughter or my sons and my oldest 20, they tell me something, I'm ready. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm ready. I'm on two million. So I know I have to really calm down, take a breather, pray. And I know the difference of all my children. I know Imani is extra sensitive. So if she come home crying, I have to dive right down into it. Just really see what she crying for instead of going flying off the handle trying to go. And you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, it's just a tough, I am, like Sherry said, I am concerned about that situation also because there is a lot going on in that situation. 
a we, lot going on. That we do not know. We do not know what is going on. We do not know what is going on in this little girl's head. We do not know what's going on in these boys' heads, how the parents feel that now this stuff has happened and what's going to happen next. We really have to pray for this whole situation because it can get ugly. Absolutely. Quickly. Absolutely. This, uh, this as well as we get mad at a bully, just think about somebody falsely accused your child of something. Yeah. And they blast all over on national yes. news. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? And then now it's not true. How would you feel about that? So it's like, Either way, it's a... And now, and now the parents have to worry about, because their child lied about that, is now there going to be charges brought up against her? It's a lot. You know, maybe now that my child is traumatized by all of this, probably getting death threats. You know how the society do when we hear about somebody doing something, especially when we got African-American against Caucasian. Because we click. We you know how that war is. Race. Yeah, click, you know how that it. is. And so... It's a sad situation all around. I definitely really pray is. that the, all the truth comes out and all the help and counseling that is needed um, is getting done for all involved because definitely so, they all need somebody to talk to. As far as this situ situation, we all need to talk to our children about bullying, what it is and what it isn't when we really define those things. Um, because it is, I'm not going to lie, like it does, it does happen. It does. We, it does happen. But we really need to um, talk to our children so we can wean out, so we can focus on the, the things that we need to focus on um, and help help this epidemic because it's getting serious. Absolutely. And with that being said, we are going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to have our guests on the line. We're going to have Mr. Melvin Finley on Voxway, but he's going to be calling in, y'all, because he's calling all the way from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, so we'll be right back. Y'all ready to move a little bit here? It's been a long time, Eo. Hey, I watch a bug of it. We wanna start off in cruise control for you, baby. And nice and easy, Bella. Gonna do this for all the sexy Aquarians in here. Happy birthday to you, baby. Let the pocket watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. All right, all right. Welcome back. It seems like we have our guest caller in. Yes, we do. <laughs> hello, Mr. Finley. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to be on your show talking with you today. It is a blessing and an honor. Amen. Amen. It is definitely Thank a you. blessing and an honor to have you on the show, to actually meet you, well, to hear from you. And yes. just we are just so amazed and so thankful of what you're doing in reference to bullying. Oh, man, and when you said we, it sounded like I heard another voice over there. So yes, it, not alone. yes, it is. My co-host, Roz, is here. Hello, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Roz, it is a pleasure. Thank you for you also having me on the show. I'm so excited and stoked to be talking to you guys today about my book and about bullying. Absolutely. So before we get started, I'm going to read your um, bio, and then we're going to get right into it, okay? Yes, let's do it. All right. So Melvin Finley is an author, a husband, and a father of seven children, six girls and one boy. Oh, my Lord. Melvin grew up in Camden, <laughs> New Jersey, and graduated from Camden High School. He now lives in Florida. 
Mr. Finley is a speaker and a writer. He loves speaking with kids about bullying and the importance of doing things the right way. Amen. Mr. Finley has a book on Amazon called Tale of a Rat, a Pink Turtle, Pink Turtle, and a Cat, the Bullying Edition. It is a seven book series. So again, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ah, thank you guys for, uh, for having me. Um, and for the record, that's the first time I heard somebody read my bio out loud, so I'm smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> also, well, this is the first of many. The yes. first of well, many. I thank you for that. I thank you for those kind words. Six daughters. I'm going to tell you, that stood out. When I heard that, I was like, whoo, my Lord, six daughters. Yes. One and, son. And, <laughs> yes, and my oldest daughter is turning 21 on Christmas. Okay. And uh it's it's been a it's been a it's been a wild ride. Uh God is allowing me to do it all over again. I have two my two youngest daughters is uh thirteen and eleven. So all the knowledge that I learned from raising my, my oldest four, yeah, it is it, bringing it all back for me. I'm I'm remembering it all. I remember when they asked me to stop holding their hands, to walk into school, which grade and yeah, I remember everything. When hairstyles got real Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That, that is so funny because I understand the starting over. I have three sons, one daughter. So my sons are 20, 20 17, 13, and then my daughter is seven. So yeah. I understand it. It's a little different the second go round. It, is, it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon. 
And I haven't, you know, did anything towards the cartoon yet, but as I was writing everything down, uh, in about a week time, you know, I, I, I had my first book written wow. and didn't even know that I was going to write a book. I was just writing down what I saw in a dream. And and, and about two months after that, I, I, I had went and wrote seven books and it all came from my dreams. And I'll tell anybody that asked me that God did it because, yeah, I wasn't thinking about a cartoon or children books at all. Wow. Amen. God is awesome. Wow. That yes, is amazing. And you had seven books within two months. Yes. And it was it was almost like just transferring something out of my brain onto paper or my phone. Nobody uses paper anymore. But uh, from my uh, brain into the phone, I, uh, yeah, I almost felt like I cheated because I know people go to school to be writers and lock themselves away in rooms. And I see all type of movies where people got their little keyboard or typewriters or Whatever, I didn't have to think about anything. It was downloaded into my head, and I just put it, I just wrote it down, whatever he gave me, word for word. Well, you didn't cheat. You just stepped out there. When God speaks, you're supposed to listen, and that's what happened. So he spoke to you, and you did what you were supposed to do. So you didn't cheat, right. and you just did it the godly way. That's right. Right. I was, I was obedient. Yep. Yeah. Amen to yeah, that. And, 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 and this is what comes out of being obedient. Right, A my series. first interview. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Melvin? I get that a lot here. A lot of people be told, you're my first. This is amazing, right? Yes. It yes, won't be yes, your I'm last. So it would definitely not be I'm your so last. So, well, well I will, uh, if it's not going to be my last, I still want to check in always with you guys, and I want to be available for you guys because I, I enjoy what you guys are doing on your end. I did a little reading and researching and <laughs> seeing what you guys got going on, and I can't wait to support any and everything you guys are doing. I thank know. You. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank and you, you know I am excited <laughs> about that. When we were talking on the phone, I am so excited to be in um, partnership and a collaboration of you know, with you, with all the great things that you're doing down in Florida. Yes, I, uh, I'm from Camden, New Jersey, but I have a, a cousin that sings gospel music, and his name is Ty Tribbett, and he moved to Florida, oh, and okay. after that, they loved it so much, uh, they told us about it, and we followed him down here, and we go to his church at the Holy Land, and yeah, it's all, it's all good right now. He's actually speaking on surrendering success, and I, I'm learning so much right now. I feel like yeah, it's all God's timing, man. I'm not being selfish. I, it's, it's a lot of people in that church, but I really be feeling like he's talking to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know what that feels like. So I definitely just, McGyon did not share that information with me. She just looked at me when you said it's Ty Tribbett. Because she know I love Ty Tribbett. And uh, I, I remember seeing him first at um the Christmas when the Evangel Cathedral did yes. that big old Christmas thing. Oh, yeah. I, I was I was there. Oh, my goodness. I, when I saw him, on my, first of all, I love how he just can hype the crowd yes. and move those oh, legs. Too. I always like talk it. about that. So when she said I kind of looked at her like, so you withholding information, <laughs> are you? <laughs> so, yeah, tell Ty his little cousin Ross. <laughs> I sure will. Don't ever, ever, ever come to Florida for anything. You guys have got to let me take care of y'all for a couple of days, show y'all around, bring y'all to my church, and make sure everything goes smooth. I would love to. We're getting to a ticket tomorrow. Like Listen, <laughs> hey, Melvin, you already know. You already know. When we come to Florida, we are definitely going to let you know. You yes. and your and wife. That and you have to bring the all the equipment. We have to do a show backstage. I got to get tie on your show. We got to do it big. Hallelujah. Yeah, we will Hallelujah. be there. God yes, is yes, awesome. Yes. We
we yes we will yeah. we will definitely do that we will definitely do that yes yeah, so I tell out make that happen for y'all Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Everybody, y'all heard that I'm out there in Facebook, from out there in Facebook world and YouTube that we are going yes. to have the awesome and amazing Ty Tribbett on the McYon Show with co-host Ross. Yes. Yes. Told yes, you guys, keep on watching. God is doing some amazing things. Yes, he is. He is definitely in the blessing business, and favor is not fair. It is yeah. not fair. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so not even also, a little bit. So also, Melvin, tell us a little bit about the book, because we were, earlier before you came on, we were talking about a situation that happened here in the DMV of a bullying situation between a young 12-year-old um, African-American girl where she had um, claimed that three Caucasian young boys held her down and cut her dreadlocks. And so, of wow. course, you know that this, the area, when we heard it, everybody was in an uproar last week. Of course. But we just found out today that it was not true, that it was a hoax. Wow. Now, this and that's why national... you got to do your due diligence mm -hmm. and your researching and make sure. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's, yeah, because you got to, we got a heart and compassion for anybody that's getting mishandled, mistreated, and we want to go be a voice for them and protect. And because the damage was, if it was a true story, the damage would have already been done. And now we just want to, we don't want that person to feel alone. So now we want to support and be there for them. And to come to find out that it's not true, that, right. that would have crushed me. Yeah. yeah. And, and like in this area now, like everybody, it just, they, they just started announcing it today. And so the whole community here. It's like, you know, now, now what do we do now? Where do we go from here? Because we understand that there is something going on in the young girl's life, but what is it? Right. Right. Y you know? Right. I think, yeah, that's a hard one because I think I will focus on somebody that, that's really going through something right now, that do, whether it's cyberbullying or uh, verbal bullying or, you know, just somebody really being bullied. And I, will, I think I will focus on somebody being bullied unless the young lady want to come out and speak about what's really bothering her because it's all the resources you guys got and yeah it, I, I would use it towards somebody that really needed not saying that the young lady doesn't need help with anything but if she's not speaking out about what she needs it's kind of hard closed mouths can't get fed absolutely and that's what we were just talking about as far as how it's so hard you know because now we had the the, the boys also because I'm pretty sure they have been getting bullied, all kind of oh, conversations, of especially when we do the African-American and Caucasian. That's already was an issue. That was like the headline anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going right. to always make it about race. Fortunately, that's kind of what happens. And then for it to come out that it's uh, not true. And like she said, in DMV, we were in an uproar, mm -hmm. uh, you know, about the situation. Um, and then uh, I don't know if she told you, but I'm in the school system. And I was trying to say in the school system, you have so many cases of uh, things that's happening and when you try to weed them out the 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 true from the false sometimes some things get missed so somebody who really need help with bullying got overlooked saying. because somebody exactly. who wasn't bullied came out you know what i'm yeah. saying so it's hard yes. and it's it's so difficult right now and to uh to add on to what you were just saying another issue i see that's starting to brew up is Everybody calling everything bullying. Yeah, everything we were talking about that. that. We, just we were saying that bullying needs to be, be defined. defined. Yes, it do. And, and who who would have ever thought that that we would have to say that? But um, 
I, I'm 41. I'm 41 years old, and back in the day, if somebody said the word bullying, it was physical. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't, it, if you heard somebody was getting bullied, that means somebody literally was tripping them, throwing something, hitting them yep. with something, and it, and it wasn't really verbal. And, mm-hmm. and and for it to be bullying, it has to be an unbalance of power. Yeah. Right. You have to be, yeah, and, and if somebody is, is, is harassing you, that's not bullying. Mm-hmm. That's not bullying at all, and a lot of people is using being harassed. They're calling that bullying. It's it's kind of not, and I'm not trying to make light of harassment at mm-hmm. all. Right. Nobody don't want to be harassed. But let's either, call it what it is. That's harassment. Yes. Because harassment yes, has their own harassed. charges and consequences. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But everybody is, is, is calling on the bullying word for every little thing. And to be honest with you, the thing that I call bullying back in the day is that it was it was a crime back then, but it's really a crime now. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to put your hands on anyone. That's and, right. And that's and, what we. And, and the, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, in the moment you do, is you can press charges because you're not allowed to touch anyone. And that's what we were talking about. Be uh, just before you called in, how people use it so loosely. It's like your hair look ugly. You know what oh, I'm saying? And it's bullying. like, oh my goodness, this person is bullying me because they said your hair no. looked ugly one time. No, that's not bullying. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. In the school system, it's so many cases that it's so hard to figure out by the time we get down and stuff getting missed. And that's why we were talking about how parents really need to educate and define what bullying is and what bullying isn't. And if it's harassment, let's call it harassment. You know, no, whatever because, it is. Yeah, because some kids are just mean. Mm-hmm. Some kids, uh, I, I like to say it, uh, uh, it's easier... It's easier to it's easier to break the glass than uh, talk about the reflection that that, that a kid sees. Mm. So kids are kids are very very mean. Uh, if they're if they have mean parents or somebody is being mean to them, you know they just transfer that meanness onto somebody yep. else, and they don't even know it sometimes. Yeah, right. I'm the type of person that I want to speak to the bully and the person being bullied. Like I. I didn't give up on the person that's bullying the other kids. Right. Yet. Absolutely. Like, still, you can't. Yeah, you... I still think it's a chance yep. for that person. I, I still think they might be speaking out of hurt. It's, it's just so much going on, and kids are still kids. Absolutely. And sometimes, yeah. and sometimes they don't know they're being bullied because we know that Stassa also will say that, you know, it, because they may have been bullied. So yeah. now they're saying, you know, no one is going to bully me or, you know, I'm going to get them first. Right. It's a defense mechanism. Yep. You know, if somebody gets too close, this is what I do. This is what got the last person out my face. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you just never know. Yep, and another and another thing we was talking about uh, just back when we were in school, how situations was handled differently. Like if you had a problem with the student, we had like peer mediation where you could come out and talk. The, uh, the principal will call both parents into the office, so both parents can talk to the student. That doesn't happen anymore. No, I don't know what happened with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm glad you had that. I didn't have anything. But when I was coming up, I, I come from a real rough city, and it was uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, you, you just got to fight. It was uh, somebody bothering you, fight them. Yep, and, and that's how that ends. And say your mama and then be on the playground tomorrow, best friends again. Like, that's <laughs> exactly. how it happened. That's how it happened. You that, and, and I don't want to make light of it, of anybody that's getting bullied right. down, but that's how it was back that's, when. That's how up. it was. I had a problem with somebody. My mom said, Oh, you just think this person gonna keep doing such and such? You better fight them. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't want them to keep bothering you, fight them. Mm-hmm. And I had to fight everybody that ever yeah. 
bothered me. Yeah, and that could, because that's how we dealt with bullies back then. Like, okay, yeah. you gonna keep bothering me, okay, then we gonna fight it out. And then next yeah. thing you know, you and the bully friends. Friends. We friends. We all friends. We yeah. climbing on the monkey bars. Like, yeah. it's all exactly. over with and done. Yeah. But now it's not like that. I mean, we have a world of social media. We have all kind of things that are different. We have took, you know, prayer out. We have took uh, mediation out. We have took all of these things out of school that can help kids cope with whatever it is that they're dealing with, talk out their angers. We got one counselor to a school of 500 students. Right. Like, and that so is so true. And that's why I pray that God move in my favor. I'm in talks right now with, some, with about six Florida schools to be their counselor, mediator. I told them I want to come in and I want to speak. I say, if I, I want to be like the bully police. If it's a child being bullied, call me. I come in on my day off and I want to talk to that child. I want to talk to the person that's bullying that child. Then I want to talk to each parent. I want that child to have my personal, whatever, my bat number, my bat phone number. And when they need me, they can just reach out to me. And I want to stay connected to that child until it no longer feels threatened. Right. And Absolutely. I think that's what it's missing right now. And, I think and, they, because everybody has a job. The teacher's job is to teach. The exactly. Job, right. exactly. job is to secure the count. Like everybody already got jobs, but they have no one who's just, just going to solely focus on bully kids or kids that's being bullied and the kids that's bullying kids. Because, like I said, I don't want to give up on them. Right. Absolutely. You know what? It was a few, it was probably about more than six months ago, but there was a story that I had seen. It was on social media. And um, a young boy was bullying another young boy in the school. And what the father did, the father went and talked to the bully, you know, to find out why he was bullying his son and everything. Come to find out the little boy who was bullying, he was come he came from like a rough background home home. He didn't have the proper things that he needed for school. He didn't have decent clothes and decent shoes to wear. Wow. And so he he turned that around. Well and he he started bullying people because everybody was making fun of his clothes. A right? defense mechanism. Yeah. yeah, and so what the father did, the father went and took the little boy shopping. Mm hmm I saw that. He he took him shopping mm -hmm. and bought him some things That's that so he amazing. needed and it changed the whole it changed the little boy's whole outlook of what he was doing because sometimes they don't even realize that they're being bullies. Man, um, and that that's my first time hearing that story. And when I tell you uh, I'm known as a, a tough guy, uh, I'm known, I'm not a big guy, but I, I'm really, like, stern in my place. But nice stories, happy stories make me break down like a baby, man. I, I almost bust out crying on this guy. <laughs> I'm glad you can't see me. And uh, man, I'm over here teared up. That was awesome what that guy did. Because the one act of kindness like that can change somebody's life yeah. for the rest of their life. Absolutely. You know, we'll never know how many people that, that, that young man bullied, but for the rest of his life, he's probably going to reach back and help people that's been bullied. Yeah, because now so he, you just never know. He's seen a different yeah, way. Yeah, he's seen a different way. And now he understands that. Because, you know, in his mind, he's probably thinking, don't nobody care about mm -hmm. me. Exactly. And that brother showed him that, no, you are yep. worthy. You are worthy yep. of these things. And, and people uh, do care. I care about you and, and what happens yeah, to you. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's, that what, so that's awesome. what happens. We don't know. Some of these children don't know how to deal with what's going on in their homes. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to deal with uh, uh, rejection. They don't know how know, know how to deal with their emotions. So they d d build up these defense mechanisms in negative yeah. ways. And all it takes yeah. is for one person 
one person to come in and show them a different way. I mean, I see students, I'm in a school, I see students every day. The, the students that needs the most attention, usually, I mean, or that commands the most attention or always getting sent to the office or something, it's usually the ones that need that extra love because there's something else going on. It's something else. Yeah. It's something yeah, they else. Never, their mom never told them, their mom or their dad never told them they love them. They don't get hugs. They don't get affection. They don't know what compassion is. Uh, uh, when, they, when they go to say something to their parents, their parents holler at them. So that's the stuff we see them acting out in school. That's all they know. Yep. That's all they know. We can compare that to so many people. That's why our world is a little off now yep. because a lot of people is just giving us all they know. And, and then it, we're, just, we're all being thrown together, and, and you only know your truth. And yep. Most people's truth ain't everybody else's truth. Amen. That's you the are truth. right about that. That's, that's the, the truth. truth. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's funny you said about what they're seeing at home and things like that because you said you have um, six daughters. Well, I told you I have three sons and a daughter, and I remember yeah. when my daughter was born, she always wanted like to play with doll babies and things like that. And because I had boys, I'm like, I don't want my daughter playing with doll babies, and I'm not trying to teach her how to be a mom and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I had this kind of mentality and I remember her doctor saying no you want her to play with them doll babies you want to pay attention to the way she played with them doll babies because the way she treat them is with how she's being treated mm -hmm. when she go to daycare you wow. want her to come home and play with them doll babies because you want to know how she's being treated if she's beating up these babies or she's treating them some kind of way she's seeing that or mm -hmm. somebody is doing that to her Absolutely. we are naturally nurtured so if she coming in and she's treating that baby like this is my baby or I'm a nurture she was like that's what you want to look for and it changed my whole mindset i'm like yeah. well let me go buy you all the doll babies right. okay the, right. the african-american ones the caucasian ones like you have a whole wide reality of uh um because i wanted to see those things so it's really what they see you yeah, know what i'm saying absolutely it's what yeah. they see they are like sponges and they soaking it all up because that's how they learn mm -hmm. that's how they learn that's they sponges they learn from the whoever's around them that's what they're yep. learning whatever behavior is being exemplified in front of them that's what they're going to take and that's what they're going to do yep. and that's why i say a lot of times when it comes to abuse whether it's domestic violence or bullying mm -hmm. is that half the time you don't know because that's that that is your norm yep that is yeah. true and um one thing that uh that i think that people don't talk about at all uh, uh, it, it has something to do with bullying but it, it's inclusion I think if we talk kids more about inclusion, it won't be so many people left out. Uh, yes. It's not fully bullying, but it's 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 hurtful. It's a silent hurt because if you're new, you you don't even have to be new to a school. It, it feels a certain way when you're not included in everything that everybody else is doing. And I see what certain schools did when they made uniforms, and I understand why they did that. They made uniforms so everybody can look the same. Yeah. Right. Because it was kids that didn't have a lot, exactly. and I understood that part. But it's like, man, but what about everything, though? Like, it's, it's like certain kids can't sit at some people's certain tables at lunch, or certain kids are not allowed to play in certain games, and there's nobody policing that. Yeah. It's nobody. Like, you shouldn't be able to go through school being a odd man out. It should be something that somebody can do to make sure everybody's included in, in everything. And that is and that true. Is, yeah, I was because the table at lunch, like at the lunch table, because you know so many kids have allergies, right? Mm -hmm. So they have a um, aunt nut free table. Like so, if you <laughs> have, if you have a peanut allergy, you have to sit at this table. Mm -hmm. Well, all the other hundred kids are sitting over here, and you the only two over yeah, here that have a peanut cool. allergy. But you have to sit yeah, at this table. No. No, they can't do that. But here's the thing. It's, yeah. it's both ways of that. So you have to sit at the table. You know why? Because your friends are eating peanut butter and jelly. 
got you. So you that said, okay. So, but but you can look at it like, look at that inclusion. You know what I'm saying? Look at those yeah. things get picked up. Why you had to sit over there at that table? Da, 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 you know, those type of things. And it actually, it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That so when you have a, a nut allergy, you can't even be around it. So some kids, if no. they smell it, they break, they have an attack. Because it's a it. liability, the mm. school's not even playing they with it. If your, if your, and it's not even what your parents wrote. Oh, your parent wrote that you allergic to milk or whatever. No, your doctor's note says that you have a peanut allergy. You sitting over here. Mm. It is yeah. it's automatic, you okay. know, but it's a liability issue yeah, anyway. I understand. So yeah. it's like all different things. But like he said, inclusion, Charles County don't have uniforms. I wish they did have uniforms for the kids, um, along with you other wouldn't. things, like you said. But you know what? What I have known in um, D.C., because I remember my children was going to school in D.C. when they first um, introduced the, um, Uniform. the uniforms and everything. And so the dynamics change because now... Nobody is talking about your, well, they were still talking about the kids' clothes mm -hmm. because the kids may come to school with the pants too short, short. or, or not clean. And, and then they yeah. start, and then it became this whole tennis shoe thing. Yeah. Oh, but, but, yeah. but what shoes you got on? But right. what book bag yeah. you got? You had to have a North Face book bag and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and $200 Michael Jordan tennis shoes. So it's like, Somewhere, it's always going to be children are going to find a way to say you're different from us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's why those prep schools go all the way down to the shoes and socks. Like uh, one of my daughters went, I never, and I, I used to get mad every year I had to spend all of that extra money. And then that, when her teacher finally broke it down to me, like, look around, pulled me to the side, like, look, they got the same socks, yep. same penny yep. loafers. Yep. Same. I'm like, got it. Yeah, they said nobody's being teased here. They, they said it's almost That's like different. the service. Uh, when somebody goes to the Army or whatever, they yeah. the Yeah, now see, if they would do the whole everything. thing, the shoes too. They give them everything, yep. even somewhere to stay. They have no worries, so they can just concentrate on the task they can. Learning. And that That's just how it is in those personal prep schools. Yeah, it's all about learning. You you can't, they all got the same blazers. They Yeah, and they got to keep it up to cold and a certain way. And that's what we and that's, yeah. and that's what we need to do. My, my oldest son went to a school like that his first year of high school. And every, first of all, I didn't even know what Marcusons was. I was mad I had to pay all that money for the Marcusons. But you're right, when I walked into school, I'm like, everybody got on these Marcusons mm -hmm. and the yeah. same shirts and the same everything. Yeah. I'm like, you can't even get teased about what shoes you got because all y'all shoes are too expensive. And see, and, and, see and, that's, and that's good because, you know, my children was in school a long time ago, but... They, they they was in that era when it first changed, you know what I'm saying? So I remember being a parent with the kids going through that of, you know, the school, the, the shoes, the clothes and all that, then incorporating the uniforms and all of that. And I thought it was a great right. um, tool. Okay, well, shoot, they got to wear blue pants and yellow shirts and ties. We could do that. Mm -hmm. I, I love it. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I wish. And I was think, yeah, the, uh, some schools make uh, uh, it's a little cheaper to get uniforms, but then some schools it ain't. It's just about the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. <laughs> I'm like, some of it, it really costs to say it's more about to keep it unified so we can focus on what the teachers are trying to come here to do. Teachers don't have time to be breaking up fights and nonsense because people are uh, doing this or saying this about somebody or your shoe's ugly or this ugly, you know. They yeah. there to teach. They barely pay nearly what they should be making to teach anyway. And then they have to be teachers and everything else that comes along. With uh, yeah. with ben, one kid is by himself on the playground. These two kids got to sit 
at a lunch table no. by themselves, and we don't know how to be a good friend at all to everybody because we want to be popular. We want to stick with the cool kids. Like it's just exactly. like so many and, things. Yeah, man, and and school is the only thing in a hundred years that didn't change. Yeah. You can I don't even know how long cell phones been around, but the cell phones don't look nothing like it looked when they first came out. No, I want my next cell back. <laughs> That's where it falls, but where the disconnect comes in is because there's not enough parents showing up at the schools. You don't got to tell me, honey. To say, you know, this this is what's happening, but this is what we need to happen. This is what we need. You know what I'm saying? And even if the parents got to, like, say, remember back in the day when your parents could go to school and be there all day to come and support the school? You can, you can, <laughs> so you can do <laughs> You can do that. So, okay, so if a parent wants to come in to volunteer at a school, you can. It's paperwork and background checks that you got to uh, mm -hmm. fill out, right? Now, I remember when my little sister, not I, used to cut up in school, my mother can make pop-up visits and come sit in the class. You can't do that oh, no yes. more. Uh -huh. You can't do that anymore. You can't just pop up in school and think you're going to visit the class. No, you have to schedule it and then have a day when you're coming in. So that has changed. So some of the things have changed, and not for the better, in my opinion, um, as far as those type of things, because it got my sister in line. A couple of times my mother popped up in it, she ain't doing no more. Back in the day, my, yeah. my middle son, I popped up on him one time, he was standing on the desk acting like a complete fool, and I <laughs> act like a complete one right with him. He ain't never messed up in school. He in his senior year of high school, been making honor roll ever since. So those type of things... Um, make a difference but it doesn't those things doesn't happen anymore like you can't just walk up in the school and think you can do something but the things you can do is empty pto meetings are empty uh award ceremonies for kids are empty you go in there some seats a lot of seats choose one i used to get there early because i didn't want to miss a seat mm -hmm. now i just get there when i get there when it starts because i know it's going to be 100 seats anyway you know, the, the the parents are not stepping up. And again, parents, like, I work, da, da, da. don't be so busy making a life you forget to live. Like, you need to no. pour into these yeah. children and teach uh, them these things. I agree with you. Is, was, is that Rob talking? Yes. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, once again, I think that we just need to change the way we do things. Amen. Uh, I, this, you might laugh when I say this, but I bet you, if we made it more social media friendly, I bet you if we made, I bet you if those things were on live, Facebook live, and everybody get to see what the moms or dads was doing, because people just want to be, that's what, everything is about how many likes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if you made it about, if you 
if they can say, look what I'm doing for my kids, I bet you they'll be there then. Yeah. 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 But it ain't, it ain't no glory. Give it ain't no audience. glory in it just going there regular. Exactly. Like, if you can't get no likes from it, why Why am I doing Nobody don't do stuff unless they can get likes from it now. Even if they're going to feed somebody homeless now, they got yeah. a camera crew there watching them do it and so they can post it later on. So we just got to change the way we do things and almost trick people into doing stuff the right way. That is so sad mm, and unfortunate. Mm, mm. That is sad. That is a sad reality of the world that we're living in right now. Seriously, like, it, yeah. it really is. And like I said, I'm a parent. So, you know, the substitute teacher, I did all, like, I stepped on different sides of the box, and I'm like, my God, like, we really, we have a lot of work to do. We do. We do. We do. We do. But there's we a do. lot of people, you know, that's, that's ready to hit the ground yep. and running. Hit that's the ground. With no camera crew. With, with, exactly. <laughs> with no that's ready crew. to do that. Exactly, and yo. so we just need to just keep on building partnerships of more people coming together. Yep. Amen. And, and just do what we have to do. And Because we have to. We have to take back our community. We have to take back our, back our children. Every day when I go into that school, I'm like, if I can change one life, mm -hmm. just one life today, I'm going to see a whole lot of kids, but let me just change that one. Because that one is going to yeah. go around and change some more life. And my job is done. If I didn't speak something into a child when I go into the school, then I feel like I definitely did not do my job today. Absolutely. And I know I want wow. another thing I want you to share, Ross. And we had this conversation before how the schools have totally changed. You know, when we were in school, like, it would be nothing where a teacher – can can show some type of affection towards you, you know, give you a hug or right. something like that. So just explain to the listeners and the viewers right now about that again, how that has changed. So yeah, so a lot of dynamics has changed for that, and I'm on the fence on both sides, and I understand mm -hmm. some of it, right? So you can't <clears throat> you can't just walk in with the hugs and things like that, because I can't just walk up and hug you. Because I didn't get your permission mm -hmm. to hug you. Mm -hmm. So even if I see you crying and I want to comfort you, that comfort has to look different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, you can't just, you can't do the things. And, and you, like I said, you I, to know me, I'm very affectionate. I'm very, like, want to help. I see a child instantly. I want to, hey, what's going on? You can't do that in the school system mm -hmm. no more. You have to be careful. You have to be careful that. You have to be careful what you say. You know, you see your, you see an attitude. You have to be Careful, like, you had a bad day today. You had to re-change the words that you say. Like, affection has been taken out. Prayer has been taken out. All these things had to be taken out. Now, I seen one of the teachers that was live online or something when they had, like, she had these different things of how you wanted her to greet you today. Mm -hmm. And then you'll touch it and then she'll greet you. So I have seen a lot of schools doing that now. But sometimes that... Something just happens, and I just want to I just want to comfort you. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that I'm here. Mm -hmm. I want to pull you to the side and say, but that is taken out of the schools for many different reasons, and some of the right. reasons you I understand, do understand. Yeah, because sometimes because we we do know we've had a lot of predators yeah, it, in the right, schools. Right. Oh, you know? Everybody don't share your heart. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You're absolutely right. Everybody don't share your heart, and then we also had some of the things where. Well, I was doing the perception of what I was doing looks different to somebody else. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because I'm hugging and comforting you, somebody walked by and saw that and looked at it totally different with what mm -hmm. I was doing. Yes, it, I know exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. Like, it's, it's really hard for me to be who I am in school. Mm -hmm. When I get there, I'm praying before I walk in the door that God keeps me covered, that I decrease and he increase so that he knows Amen. what I'm okay to do and how he's going to protect me. And if he say don't, I just don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we have taken yeah. so much. We have taken so much out of the school so much to help the kids cope and, and nurture them and teach them 
life, you know, not how to pass a test, but mm -hmm. teach them how to deal with life, teach them how to deal with rejection, teach them how to deal with bullies, teach them how to deal with harassment or all of these things. We, we're failing them. Absolutely. That's what we're doing. Absolutely. I'm sorry, so, my rant. Y'all so know Melvin, I get mad. Did you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I get mad, Melvin. I get mad. <laughs> I, I just, man, I didn't send, I didn't cash that through my offer. <laughs> <laughs> So Melvin, do you have you have anything going on down there in Florida? What what, what you got next going on? You have another book, and also yes, let, I do. let everybody uh, know how they can purchase your books. All right. Well, first off, Tale of a Rat, Pink Turtle and the Cat is a seven book series. I will be releasing a new book every year in August. Mm. So, so yeah, so I have six more years of this. Well, actually seven years it is because my book only been out for a month. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. And God just laid a brand new book on my heart. And uh, it's an adult book. And I already started writing the first chapter. And it's, it's going to be a conversation starter. Uh, yeah, I would love to call you guys back and talk to you way more about my next book in the near future. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And can you definitely give them your social media handle so they can definitely follow you and support you? Yes. Yes, on Instagram, my social media handle is finnybooks2019. And it's actually the finnybooks on Facebook and finnybooks2019 on Twitter. Okay. And if you want to go to my website, it'll be www.finnybooks2019.com. And uh, I, like like you said earlier, I have books on Amazon, but if somebody wanted an autographed copy of my children's book, they can go to my website and click on Buy Now and inbox me or something and tell me what you wanted to say, and I'll ship it right out to you. All righty. Absolutely. I'm definitely going to get one for my grandson. He's two years well, old. Well, make sure you let me know ahead of time so I can sign that thing the right way and put all type of Jesus loves you all over <laughs> Yep, and Absolutely. my <laughs> Absolutely. So we will, we will definitely be doing that. So we want to thank you so thank much you. for calling in. We want to thank you for all that you are doing. Keep up all the great work down there, and yes. we are going to be we looking be to come Florida. down there. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. Um, if you guys have time, um, we go, we stream live on Wednesdays and Sundays, and I know you guys got your own church that you go to. So if you got, if you at your church, maybe the next day you can catch us on podcast like I'm gonna do today. I'm about to when I hang up with y'all, I'm going on Ty Trippet podcast, and I'm gonna listen to the sermon from yesterday because it was amazing. Well, right. definitely send us the link. Yes, send okay, us the cool. link, and we will definitely okay. and we will definitely forward you the links for tonight's show, so you can be able to oh, share it on your that. website. And again, yes, I will. again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, thank and God you. bless. God bless you and your family. Thank you. God bless you guys, and thanks again for everything. Can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Thank All you. Right. Oh, my good. That was amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to just all the amazing things that was going on today. Stay tuned because the Mickey Allen with co-host Ross will definitely be with Ty Trivet. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will. So, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you. We thank you for all the support. As always, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at NBA Speaks. And also check out my website at mbaspeaks.com. And I'm Manly's Blended Family on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and my website is manlyblendedfamily.com. 
So, guys, you got to check us out next week. We're going to have two amazing ladies. One will be here in the studio. She has an awesome domestic violence play that she will be, um, that will be taking place on October the 13th. Her name is um, Cynthia Miller. And also, we will have from out of Richmond, Virginia, we will have the fabulous Tammy Mobley. So, check us out. All right, you guys. Good night. <laughs>